at some point in our lives, we are going to sustain injuries. And I think as people, definitely as athletes, one of the basic things to understand about injuries is that it goes way beyond just mechanical tissue damage that we need to restore. There's so many more residual effects when it comes to injury beyond that mechanical damage again. And these are things that can have lasting effects on our nervous system, sensory feedback, neuromuscular control, which in turn can lead to compensations, mobility issues, restrictions. It can even lead to psychological effects. Things like becoming apprehensive, nervous to do certain movements, or just decrease our confidence when we're returning to sport. So there are so many things that an injury can affect besides that just mechanical structural damage again. And what I want to dive into today is that tissue healing that does not automatically translate or mean that we're going to regain optimal function. Welcome to the HNL Movement Podcast, where everything is geared to leveling up your performance in activities, sports, and life. Join me in my professional journey as I share my knowledge and experiences while also learning from professionals, colleagues, clients, and you with one goal in mind, how to optimize human performance. This is the right place to learn how a multidimensional approach will sustain the performance and lifestyle you desire. Welcome back everyone to the HNL Movement Podcast. Thank you again for joining for another week. For any of my new listeners out there, this is the right place to hear about all of these topics related to optimizing your performance. And all of my returning listeners, thank you again for joining in for another episode. For everyone, if you haven't heard some of the previous library of episodes, go check it out on any of your favorite podcasting platforms. And be sure to rate and leave a helpful review for the podcast that will really help with the growth of the podcast. And for any of the episodes that you're getting some value and benefit from, be sure to share it with family, friends, coaches, anyone that's looking to optimize their performance along their journey. And also, I'm putting up video highlight clips on my YouTube channel. You can just search for HNL Movement or the HNL Movement Podcast. And that's going up daily. A highlight clip from one of these episodes is going up. So be sure to check that out. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, like these videos and share them as well. And as always, thank you for all of your support. Stay tuned for more. There's some great guest interviews coming up in the near future. Some solo topics and things that I'm going to go over, start to break down more of the concepts that I'm learning throughout my PhD studies. So be sure to check all of that out and I'll keep everyone up to date. Just keep tuning back in every week on this podcast. Let's jump into today's topic. So I want to just get straight into it. It's going to be a short solo episode. And it's this concept of tissue healing, something that I implement with a lot of the people that I work with, but also just to share some perspective, because I think this is one of the things that if we talk about injuries, injury prevention, rehabilitation, this is like basic information that I think is super valuable for most people to be exposed to and think about if they're going through a rehabilitation of an injury, or if they know anybody that's going through this process too and trying to regain optimal function. So as I mentioned at the very start of this episode, the topic is tissue healing. Tissue healing is very important, but tissue healing does not necessarily equate or mean that we're automatically going to restore function. Tissue healing does not mean that we are going to regain or perform optimally. Tissue healing does not necessarily even mean that we are going to be able to perform at the levels that we were at before or prior to the injury that we sustained. So tissue healing again, you can see that it is necessary for us to take all of these next steps, but it alone, like tissue healing is not going to help us to regain strength, power, neuromuscular control, or sensory feedback. 
Tissue healing is also not going to help us with the psychological aspect after we sustain an injury, building that confidence again. For me, when I think about it like that too, you can see that tissue healing and just that timeline alone, that is not going to bring about all of these other things that we need to address following an injury. So let's break down this perspective a little further. I just want to talk about three brief points in this episode. And the first point is that tissue healing is very important. Don't get this wrong or twist my words. I'm not saying that tissue healing is not important. Tissue healing is definitely important as one of the fundamental steps or the building blocks so that you can do all of the things to restore function, so you can do all of the things to perform optimally. So I think the first step here is that whenever we do get minor sprains, strains, maybe surgery, ACL reconstruction, something more severe that we need to spend a little bit more time making sure that our body and our tissues can heal. That in itself is very important. That is one of the steps that we need to make sure goes well so that we can restore function again, so that we can return to that optimal performance level. And all I want to say about that is, I've talked about this in some previous episodes too, is that you don't want to do things that impede the healing process. You don't want to throw in extra obstacles or setbacks. You want to provide an optimal environment, an environment that's conducive to allowing your body do the things that it needs to do to heal from any type of injury or surgery and making sure that our body has the things to be in that environment so that our body can actually heal quickly and safely. Now that brings me into my second point because oftentimes we're just trying to rest, give the body what it needs to just heal and we're purely basing this on just time, time of recovery. And you hear this all the time. You have surgery. It's like in three months, you'll be able to resume some low-level activities. If you sustain an ankle sprain, you know, it's like two to four weeks, you'll probably be able to do everything like normal, right? So you hear these time-based estimates of what it will take for your body to be able to heal certain types of tissues. However, what I want to add to that is that as we start to progress along that timeline of tissue healing, One thing that I think is very important is that we actually help to progress all of these other realms that I talked about in the beginning of the episode. All of these other realms to make sure that we're addressing the injury from a multifaceted perspective to actually help to restore function, to actually help to elevate your performance. So basically, my second point is that if you don't address all of these other issues, all of these other areas of training, strength and conditioning, physiology, psychology, all of these things, if we don't start to gradually progress that as we're waiting for our tissues to heal, we are not going to do us any justice and to try to restore function and optimize performance. In fact, if we neglect all of those areas, In the long run, you'll probably impede your performance, impede how well you can recover, but you'll also increase your injury risk too because there'll be certain things that when you start to do more activities, you're just not quite there yet, even though your tissues might be healed. So let me give just a real extreme example. And I did an episode on you know, ankle sprains and why it's so important to take care of that so that it doesn't snowball into bigger injuries or bigger issues in the future. But let's just say you sprain your ankle. And if you're waiting, like, let's say it was a minor ankle sprain, maybe in like 10 to 14 days, you feel like the pain is gone. You feel like you can go back into all of your activities, practices, playing and all of that stuff. But let's say you did nothing but rest. No rehab, no mobility work, no strengthening work which means no practice, no anything like that. And after two weeks time, you jump straight into a practice, right? You can already see that 
there probably will be some deficits, right? Taking two weeks off, just resting your ankle and then trying to go back into the same intensity, same volume that you left off at, you're not going to be quite there yet. So it's a little bit more obvious with this example. But why aren't you quite there yet? One thing, maybe your ankle got really stiff. Although your ligaments, your soft tissue healed, because of the lack of activity, lack of doing any type of rehab, your ankle just got really stiff. So when you return, you're already lacking mobility. That is definitely going to influence how well you can play or do certain things. Let's also say because you haven't been doing anything for two weeks, your muscles, especially your ankle and your foot muscles, they're starting to get deconditioned. They're not used to doing all of the same volume, right? So you can already see, okay, that's going to kind of impede performance too. There was no bridging the gap from sustaining the injury to gradually progressing you back to practice. It was just that two weeks of downtime and jumping straight back into it when your tissues were healed. And I could give more and more examples. This could be from a muscular physiology standpoint. This could be from a sensory feedback standpoint or proprioceptive standpoint, or even from just a psychological standpoint. Now you're hesitant a little bit more because you feel weaker or you're just hesitant because maybe this is your first ankle sprain and now you're trying to get back to play, return to play after this first injury, right? So you can see that there's all these different aspects beyond the tissue healing time again that are not going to be addressed unless we proactively try to target these areas and work at them so that we can gradually progress. And tied into this very related, I just encourage everyone out there who's listening to this episode to look at injuries from more than just a mechanical perspective. Look at it from this well-rounded perspective again with all these different aspects that need to be restored following an injury. And some of these aspects I already mentioned, but things like the neurological aspect, making sure that we have that proprioception, making sure that we have that sense to control movements, making sure we can progress to faster speed movements, higher intensity movements, movements that require a lot of coordination. Make sure that we, from the exercise physiology perspective, make sure that we condition our muscles. Make sure that we give ourselves adequate time to gradually ramp up the activity. And this is with conditioning, but also with that strength, coordination, power development aspect too. We want to make sure that we gradually progress from just doing low-level activities to sport-specific type of activities. And a lot of that, we can dive really deep into a lot of the training variables that we need to gradually progress. But also think beyond just training, right? There's a huge psychological component to any injury, no matter how small or big the injury is. There's always some type of frustration because at initial onset of injury, it does affect us. We don't realize sometimes how much we utilize a certain muscle group or certain joint, right? And when we do get injured in the beginning, you start to realize that, wow, I can't do the things like normal, right? So that psychological aspect too, when you're starting to navigate and progress through the rehabilitation process, when you're continuing beyond that, trying to regain that confidence when you return to sport, right? All of those things, they need to be a to. And this is way beyond that tissue healing timeline again. Things that we need to address beyond that mechanical perspective or standpoint following that injury. And coming from me too, this is what I, I study biomechanics. So I study a lot of mechanical issues to how we move, to injuries and all of that. But 
It's also understanding that there's also a lot of causes and influences that affect the mechanical nature of injuries, right? So that's what I'm trying to talk about today and share this perspective. So for a lot of you, think about that. Whenever you sustain an injury, think in past history, or maybe you're going through an injury process now, or just keep this in the memory bank too for future things, because we'll all either go through injuries ourselves or we'll be there to help someone get through an injury and just remember that waiting out that timeline for your tissues to heal that is only one aspect of what needs to happen to recover from an injury the other aspect is that we need to be proactive and start to address all of these other areas beyond the tissue healing time frame and I hope this is valuable information that all of us can take something away from because I see it all the time. We expect, we have these expectations that after certain injuries, we should be healed 100% and good to go after a certain time frame. But more often than not, and I think for some of the listeners out there, you can relate to this, more often than not, that doesn't play out how we expect it to play out. And a common thing, I'll leave it on this note, but a common thing is like, with all my experiences rehabbing ACL injuries, right? People have this expectation, like around maybe seven months, nine months, I'm going to be healed, I'm gonna be able to return to sport, play at 100% again. But that's only the case if you address all of these other things that I've talked about in this episode. If you're just waiting for that time to pass by and nine months pass by after ACL surgery, and then you realize when you get back into your sport on the field or the court, you realize that I'm nowhere near where I need to be. I'm nowhere near where 100% was, right? That is just because we're relying on just that time frame of tissue healing alone. We're just not addressing many of the areas that is very necessary for optimal function and performance. So that's something that I want you to think about and take this information, make sure that when we get injured, we're looking at more than just a timeline of recovery. We're looking at how do we actually restore all of these things. And when you do that, not only will you provide for a safer, more effective rehabilitation and recovery process. But in the long run, you'll optimize your performance and your lower injury risk, especially for reducing the chances of sustaining the same type of injury because you're addressing many of the things that will help you to stay healthy. Overall, that's all that I have for this episode today. Thank you again for joining in. Remember to Check back on the previous library of episodes. You can hear excellent guest interviews, a lot of people that share their stories. And there's a lot of solo topics just like this episode as well that I go over and break down certain concepts when it's relating to optimizing human performance. Other than that, check out my YouTube channel. Check me out on social media. A lot more is coming down the pipeline. This semester is wrapping up, so I'm switching gears into the summer. Still a lot of things that I need to work on, but I'm switching gears to get out some good content that will help all of you optimize your performance. As always, new episodes are released every Tuesday. So I'll be back here same time, same place. Until next week, enjoy your week. Aloha. Aloha.